Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, look, we have a great show right here for you. You know, Sound Flower is the name of a book, The Journey to Marry Science and Spirit by Mandara Cromwell. Now, look, Mandara and I are going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about things that are in the book. We're going to talk about things that maybe are not in the book. But the one thing that is important is when you write a book like Sound Flower, if you write Sound Flower, The Journey to Marry Science and Spirit, if you write that book and you talk about that journey, that journey to bring science and spirit together. There's only one conclusion that somebody can go to, and that is Mandara, the person that is the author of the book. It's a beautiful book, by the way, and we're going to talk about the imagery. Uh, herself had gone on this journey because here's the thing. You are not going to be able to take a person to a place you have not gone yourself. And so today we get to talk with her about her life, about what she's created, about being an inventor, about being a CEO, about somebody that understands about business and about the business of science and spirit and also the journey to healing. And so when we think about what we get to show up as in life, right? Because that's her, right? what she gets to show up, how she shows up. When we think about that, there are many, many choices along the way that one has to be confronted with. And you're going to hear about them today. But what do you think about the science of sound or sound science? What have we now learned about the energy and the energy field of vibration and if you are listening to this show and you're thinking, wow, is this possible for me? Am I going to be able to understand this? You know, am I going to really look at that spiritual quest and know that there's a natural way to heal the body? So here's what I want to say. In the last hour, you talk about my, you heard me talk about my healing journey. You know, the mystery disease that I came down came down with April 1st of 2004. And it's interesting because the only thing I could do was a radio show. Why do we think that is? Well, today, step into the world that Mandara lives in. Step into the world of Soundflower. Step into the world where we're going to talk about a new science today, but a new science that is a needed science. Mandara, great to have you. Welcome to the show. Dr. Pat, it's great to be here with you today. Thanks so much for having me, and I'm so looking forward to sharing with you and your listeners. 
So I want to talk with you before we get going. I want to ask you the question that I've been asking people for 15 years. I did a very brief introduction. I mean, I could have talked about, you know, uh, sound, the, 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 you, the fa- you founded the International Sound Therapy Association. I could have been. But I wanted you to talk about this because here's the question. You've done a lot of things. You're an inventor. You're highly creative. You know how to take an idea and bring it to being. What are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles, Mandara? What are some of those things, right, that you had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? That's a great question. I don't think anybody's (laughs) asked me that in a really long time. (laughs) Well, um, Probably uh, everything that I have encountered as far as obstacles is really just the same thing that everybody encounters every day in their normal lives. It's just that I encounter them, um, you know, in in my particular way, the path that my life, uh, my destiny has uh, led me down. Um, And so the first thing is, that I'm a very visionary person. I uh, grew up in the Catholic Church, and the books that I read as a young child were about the Catholic mystics like uh, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Catherine of uh, Siena, St. Rose of Lima. And so for me, it was normal to have a mystic view of the world. And um, it was one day my grandmother said to me uh, when we were having this conversation, she was such a great support in my life. Um, when I was a, a small child, I, I could see the halos on the angels uh, in, painted in this Gothic-style cathedral that my family attended church. I could see them vibrate. And uh, I used to tug on my dad's suit coat to you know, tell him something uh, amazing about the gilded buttresses or, or point something out to him in this beautiful structure. And he bent over to me and he said, if you aren't quiet, you won't be able to hear what they're saying. And so that gave me leeway to say, oh, the angels and, and the saints who are all over the church, they're talking to me. I just need to pay attention. So I uh, got into that space. But back to my grandmother, one day we were having this conversation, and she said, you know, not everybody has those experiences, so you might want to not share them (laughs) out loud to everyone to a large group. So that was my first indication that, oh, (laughs) and as my father would tell you, my ball bounces a little differently. We all want to fit in. And so that was the first thing is, are people going to think I'm weird? by what I'm doing. So I spent a lot of time, so this was maybe perceived as an obstacle in in some situations, where I would take things and and maybe not uh, act out on them right away because I was judging, should I say this? Is is it too way out there? That kind of thing. So that's kind of the first thing. I'm very accustomed to envisioning things. So when I'm listening to someone explain something to me, I... I uh, take it in in a pictorial way. So I'm very visionary. The the concept becomes a a whole mural on a wall for me. And um, so um, it's important that um, 
I be able to see things in that way and then interpret them in a way that maybe somebody else can understand how I communicate with them. Like a lot of people say, how do you invent things when you're not an engineer? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, <laughs> I see the things and because of my experiences, which, you know, we'll get into, you know, my education or, or my lifelong love of, of Ayurveda and Chinese medicine, I could see things coming together in a natural way. And my first question would always be, well, wait, here's the problem that we have as a society. In, in this particular case, a lot of people are not feeling very well. A lot of people are in pain and kind of stuck in that cycle. How can I fix that? And, of course, my uh, passion of, of uh, sound, you know, and how, how do I draw all of this together to help forward humanity in, in their um, evolution? And so have I met the regular obstacles of feeling defeated? Oh, I can tell you about the time yeah. that <laughs> yeah. I laid on the floor in the fetal position, not able <laughs> to breathe. I can tell you about the times that I've been lied to, cheated on, thrown under the bus, off the cliff. But, you know, th those, are just <laughs> those are just regular things. The, the amazing thing is that I have always been able to pick myself up and say, where's the silver lining? And as you know, um, you know, you don't always see that silver lining right away. Sometimes it takes years. Yeah, yeah. What I love about this is you and I are two peas in a pod. We have such, I, look, I talked to Jesus at age six and ultimately was kicked out of Catholic boarding school. So <laughs> I have the same thing that went on. I just didn't have anybody to talk to. Uh, and, and, you know, for me, that experience was memorable because it was validated. You know, I was sitting in Catholic church and I'm looking at the ninth station of the cross, right? The ninth one, Jesus falls mm -hmm. down uh, again. Mm -hmm. And uh, all I heard was, and I remember this like it's yesterday. That's how eerie this is. All I could hear was, don't worry. Your mother's with me now. And I, mm. I tugged on Sister Michael Anthony, who did not like me, but I always had to sit by her. And I said, Jesus just told me my mother, right? My mother was with Jesus. And I tugged. She grabbed me, yanked me out, took me to Mother Superior, walked. I, can, I remember this like it's yesterday. I walk into Mother Superior's office. Her head is down. She's got a little note in her hand. And Sister Michael Anthony proceeds to tell her, sacrilegious, da-da-da-da-da. Jesus said oh. her mother's, and, and, and Mother Superior had a note, right, from my dad. Mm. My mom had just committed suicide. She had oh. just died. And so, but you see, what we're talking about is having experiences that we were not really eligible to talk in the open about there was a caution about it right and, but you know but but here's the thing about what i love about what you shared i too see pictures i don't see words uh and i'm considered learning different because when you and i see pictures it's really hard to pass a gre test you know but here we are visioning something for the world that's what you're doing. 
you know, so these things that would seem a little bit awkward, maybe odd, right? You know, not necessarily the bad apple in the, in the cart, but definitely something that doesn't align with others. When we come back, we're going to talk about how those challenges, obstacles translate into gifts and victories, which have enabled you to create something that will help many, many, many people heal. When we come back, we also have something special to give out. Soundflower, the journey to Marin science and spirit, but it's much more than that. Let's take a short break, Benny. We'll be right back. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day language that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. You know that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either. But I still ride unicorn. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. You will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Wells. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth. We aren't that special. We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squat. Talk to you later. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com, and listen to the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific with host Sherry Clark. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Look, um, you're going to hear a lot today from Mandara. You're going to hear a lot because 
when you say yes to your life and your life is to discover, to invent in service of humanity, then what happens is you, you not only write a book like this, but you talk about it. You share your, your stories of your personal life. You know, you create things that others can use and you share what the message is. You know, you share those things that perhaps people might hear today in the show and think, what? Healing sound image made visible? Yeah. I want to take a moment and I'm going to do this throughout the show, Mandara, for you to, first of all, thank you for your generosity for today. Uh, we do have a copy of the book to give away, Benny. I'll give it away in a little bit. But you also have created something free for folks. Can you tell us about that? I am happy to share with everyone a free thymoglyph. And I will explain that in just a moment. But let me first of all tell you where to go get it. And then I'll explain it again, or I'll explain the, the simoglyph, and then I'll tell you where to get it again, because I think you're going to really want this. If you go to the website, simatechnologies.com, that's C-Y-M-A-T-E-C-H-N-O-L-O-G-I-E-S.com, and go to the media page. You'll see it at the very top of the bar. Click on the media page, and on the... Um, page of the media page you'll see scroll down you'll see free simoglyph download that free pdf this is one of the healing sound code images from my book and i really am so grateful that i get to share this with your listeners dr pat mm -hmm. one of the things that really helps and we have known this throughout millennia from the time of the Vedas, uh, which, you know, stretch back millions of years, um, is meditation. And so many people today don't know how to meditate. They say, I can't sit still. And so this is like a little stress break of a meditation visual. And the visual that you're looking at is a healing code. It's a five-strand harmonic frequency pattern. And people tell us when they look at it, they have this sense of recognition somewhere within their body. And so this is kind of like um, in the ancient uh, tradition of uh, yogis, they meditated on yantras, and yantras are sound made visible, like carved in stone, or they carved it in um, little metal plates. And they're geometric, like sacred geometry. And there's a part of you that gets lost in gazing at this type of yantra. So what I'm giving to people is a healing sound code image that is from my book. And it's the sound code is um, captured by a cymoscope, which is an invention to make sound visible by my friend John Reed. So... Um, when the sound from the therapeutic sound device that I invented, the AMI 750, is fed through the cymoscope, this is the five-strand harmonic code to help support the vital sheath, the etheric body, where we get all of our life force 
It's called the pranic body. So, mm. again, if you go to my website, simatechnologies.com, click on the media page and see uh, on the, the menu bar where to get your free Simaglyph. Thank you for oh. allowing me to offer that to your listeners. Uh, oh, I, we're going to mention it a lot, but I want to spell it for you all. Uh, Sima is with a C. It's C-Y-M-A. C, as in Charlie, Y-M-A. Uh, Sima Technologies, I-E-S dot com. I'm going to say it a lot. And right at the top, you're going to see the media tab right up there at the top when you click on that. Uh, and, yeah, what an amazing an amazing gift. Um, I, I want to talk with you about it for a minute before we, I know we're supposed to talk about the book, but there's so many things I got, I've just got to talk to you about. <laughs> um, what was it like to invent this, Mandara? I, I really, I, I would like for you to talk about this. What was that journey <laughs> like to invent this? You know, Dr. Pat, <laughs> we will talk about the book because the book is about my journey to invent exactly. it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's my whole life. First of all, I hope that people will enjoy the book and be reminded that they can tap into their own intuitive self. It, it, yep. it can happen for you if you feel like life is just giving you lemons and you really want to have lemonade. Believe me, this is a story <laughs> that yep. I think most people can relate to, but for me, I just, you know, we come here going, who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. And if every day we just put one foot in front of the other and look at what's around us and see what the mirror, the mirror that the universe is holding up for us, we are guided to, you know, walk our path of destiny. And for me, I was always interested in sound. And I went to... Um, after college, uh, was really interested in Eastern philosophy, traveled to India. As you know, that's where all the wise and holy men who know the secret of the universe live, or so we thought back then. And so yeah. I traveled there and learned uh, about Vedic tradition, the Vedas, the oldest scriptural text that we know of that still exists today. And in that tradition, sound just is everywhere. Everything is sound and vibration. And when you go into the temples there that are built on a particular sacred geometric logarithms, you feel the resonance. And you can't help but feel, I mean, they, this particular type of architecture sets up a force field that you can just feel that it changes you. When you are under one of those domes, you feel, I feel a sonic realignment in my head. And then you can feel that cascade down throughout your whole body. And in the Vedic tradition, they talk about the five koshas, which are the five bodies. So we have the physical body and the four subtle bodies, and they all interpenetrate each other. And I realized then that that's when we experience true healing, when all of those bodies are in balance. When I came back from India, I did teach meditation, mm -hmm. and this is back in the late 70s and early 80s, and of course, meditation wasn't real popular back then. Yoga was, you know, kind of still, you know, just being introduced to the United States, and uh, particularly in the South, I had moved to Atlanta, and, um, you know, being in the Bible Belt, people had a different, you know, connotation of what yogic philosophy is. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, so, so there, there was a little bit of a, a challenge. So I knew that if I could, people in my meditation class, I could flip the switch for them. I could explain things to them about how important this was for them. But for other people who were just, you know, not interested, there was no way that I could actually impact them. And for some reason, all throughout my life, I've had this little part of me that says, I need to help more people. So um, I then took a turn, a right turn, because back then yoga teachers didn't make very much money. <laughs> so I yes, took a right that's turn right. and went into, went into corporate America. And one thing led to another. I'm going to, and you can, people can read about that in my book. And then one day I'm introduced to cymatics, which is the science of making sound visible. And this is a, a, a term that was coined by Dr. Hans Jenny, a Swiss medical doctor and scientist. And he had created a, um, he was the first person to create a modern technological device where we could see sound made visible. And Pat, when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, this can help me explain what I've been teaching all these years to the meditators. Now I can reach out and all those sciencey people, I could show them sound made visible. Then, shortly after that, I was introduced to the work of a British osteopath, Dr. Peter Guy Manners, who had taken this a step further, and he, with a collaborative group of scientists and researchers, had put together a body of work of specific biosignatures of the body, certain frequency patterns that helped support the body, not destroy anything, but help support life, support health. And when I saw that, I was like, this is it. This is exactly how I can marry all of this together and bring it to the masses. Now, that didn't happen overnight. (laughs) No, no, it didn't. But it's it's all part of a journey that, from my perspective, what you're talking about and the way you do it, the way you write about it in the book, and you really take us on this journey is beautiful. I mean, I was struck by several things in the book, especially when, you know, you talk about signs of a new direction and you mentioned something called thermography. And I'm here's why I'm struck by it. Dr. Darvish, who I mentioned during the break, right, uh, mm-hmm. is a fabulous doctor in Bellevue. And as you would know, many of the things you're talking about, you write about in the book, right, is what incredible people that are committed to healing share with the world like you're doing. And this idea of imagery of the body that comes from something like a a thermogram, right, a thermography, this alternative, right, it starts to foster an interest in something that seems like it's a book, a page out of sci-fi. You know what I mean? It really is, Dr. Pat. And um, the thermal imaging is, you know, still slowly, slowly uh, yep. creeping into mainstream. <laughs> but, I know. you know, we are fascinated with what we can see, if it can be made visible. I mean, think of the invention of the telescope. Think of the invention of the microscope. We could see 
glimpses of the macrocosm and glimpses of the microcosm. And now we have the cymoscope, which uh, my my, uh, good friend and colleague John Reed in in the United Kingdom created the cymoscope, which is a high-definition, and he he, um, captured all of the images that you see in my book. These are very fine, high-definition camera. These images were created in a controlled laboratory setting. And when you look at these images, you can actually see the intricacies of this five-fold pattern that is unfolding right before your eyes, the flower on the top, and then you can see the vibration underneath about to come up. And this is so powerful because when it hits our retina and we're getting like hundreds of sound impressions through our visual cortex many times a minute. Yeah. And yeah. so, th- and, and, and this produces a healing effect. And, and because, so that's why you see all of the images in my book. And, and really, the whole book is really containing just those images. If you want to see the thermal images, you'll have to go to my website to see the before and afters of how we actually show physical change in the human physiology, which is really the power of sound oh, it's is fascinating. Just tremendous. Yeah, And so then, to help people even more, uh, if they want to dig a little deeper on my website, I have the Soundflower Experience, which are little, approximately five-minute mini um, meditations. Because people have such a hard time meditating, I wanted to be able to give them just a a little five-minute mini stress break at work where they could really calm down because, as we know, stress is the underlying cause of all disease. Our medical journals are replete with this fact. And so how do I help people, you know, really calm down? And I will tell you, Dr. Pat, meditation really is the key. And if I can help people just get one step closer to calming that autonomic nervous system, getting out of that fight-or-flight stress response, because we're bombarded with it every day, then I feel like I've, I've done a good thing at the end of the day. Well, I'll tell you, the book, the way you've written the book is beautiful. There's one thing I do want to talk about when we come back, and I want to thank you for the gift. Um, Benny and I both have gone through, uh, uh, we're both athletes. I've been an athlete all my life. Now I play table tennis. That is an athlete. But Benny and I have played softball. So as I'm reading through your book, and this was the second time through your book, I came to the part in the book, right, where as I'm thinking about it, I hit the wild card chapter. And I started to read it, and I thought, oh, okay, athlete, what? Athlete, racehorses, torn (laughs) tendon. What? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I would love for you to share this story. Because I'm sitting here right now with a torn uh, glutamus minimus uh, from a a fall playing table tennis. So when I got to this, I had to stop. When we come back, I would love for you to take us on the journey of what the wild card was about and the power of what we're talking about in real time. 
Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. We'll be able to tell you how to get a copy of the book and like a whole lot more. You're going to really want to go to the website. All right. Short break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger? On the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. (laughs) The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Benny, let's give a copy of Soundflower away right now. And then, Mandara, I want to ask you again to tell people how they can get this fabulous gift. Uh, For a copy of the book, very easy, 1-800-930-2819. Benny's going to uh, uh, grab, grab, you know, one of our first callers. So we'll do that. But you've also created something special. Because what we're about to talk about now as we move into not just the experiences of how you created this, but the effect of it. So can you tell us, again, your website, 
and 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 what you've created for people. Would love for your listeners to go to my website at simatechnologies.com and that's spelled with a C. C Y M A T E C H N O L O G I E S dot com. And once you get to the website, click on the media link. It's right there at the very top. On the media page, you will see a link that says free Simaglyph. And I invite you all to go there and download the free Simaglyph. It is a little bit like in the ancient uh, meditative tradition, uh, what is called a yantra. And a yantra, people, um, spiritual adepts would focus on this yantra, and it would be a tool for them to achieve higher states of consciousness. So along those lines, I have taken uh, my therapeutic sound device, which is called the AMI 750, and it has a specific code that supports the vital energy body, our our, uh, chronic sheath. And this is where we get all of our life force. And that particular code was made visible by a device called the Cymoscope in a very controlled laboratory uh, with um, a high-definition camera. And you can look into this particular Cymoglyph, and it will help you meditate. Many people who look at it say that they feel a resonance with it, that they feel almost instant relaxed, and that's very important because the moment we're relaxed, our whole body relaxes into a coherent state where everything is functioning at a, um, a more, you know, a better level, a higher uh, level. Yeah, at an optimal level, yeah. Yes, and, and when we're in this relaxed state, actually we make better decisions. Yeah. And they're, they're, they, they have found this. There's a lot of research out about meditation right now uh, that, you know, even though, you know, it's been going on for thousands of years, they, uh, we now live in a time where it's so fun because we have all of these devices that we can actually track things now. We can track our brainwave states. Gosh, we can make sound visible, which is exactly what you're looking at. And this particular cymoglyph, Dr. Pat, is the same uh, cymoglyph that's on the front cover of my book. And yes. so, again, it was made, uh, generated in, in, in a, uh, a very controlled laboratory condition with uh, a particular device called the Cymoscope, and it's of a healing five-strand harmonic code uh, frequency pattern to help you with your, um, your vital energy body. And I you know, write to me and tell me um, your response to it. Most people just really love it and, and sometimes use it um, several times a day to help them kind of regroup. Yeah. What's happening with this is we are creating, and, you know, even in dialogues of this show now for 15 years, this became a new narrative to talk about well-being whether it was to come out of the gate and say, we're going to do talk radio, it's going to be all positive, right? And we pretty much got laughed at for about the first five years. Um, But you're creating a new narrative now that is new, but ancient. So it's new to the mainstream population here. 
And yet at the same time, it's very, very, very powerful. And I think this is really the key. You know, let me ask you this question um, about what we're talking about here today. And I think you capture it in the in the part of the book called uh, Organizing Chaos. I can't remember exactly which part. I'm struck by this, this notion of energy medicine. And I was introduced to it a number of years back. And then Dr. Oz blurted out on one of his shows, energy medicine, the next frontier. So we can't lose sight of the fact that sound is energy. And I think we forget that. Well, we do because we can't see it. Right. People don't, don't think about it. <laughs> we can't right. see it uh, unless you, you know, get yourself a cymoscope. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and, you know, that, that would be a wonderful thing because if people could see, um, you know, what they were saying made visible. And uh, my um, colleague, John Reed in the U.K., He's had people come to his laboratory where, uh, as a matter of fact, he just uh, finished an interesting experiment where he exposed live um, uh, blood cells to different forms of music. And and, uh, another form of sound that he used was one of my five-strand frequency codes um, that's actually called cell regeneration. Mm-hmm. And so um, he just, just to tell you about the experiment really quickly because please, you know, this please is do. science moving this is science moving forward and this is how we begin you know um, you know one of the things that once you get to a, be a certain age Dr. Pat you don't yep. care what people say about you they yeah, say oh boy. he's crazy she's crazy what they're doing doesn't hold water it doesn't meet this field or that field or that criteria you know what you go what is that Chinese proverb um, he who says that it can't be done should not get in the way of he who is doing it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> or something like that, you know? Right. So, you know, this is a really great experiment that um, John did. So, And he worked with, um, you know, Dr. Sanjil Chi at Rutgers, and they took um, blood, and, and it was a female blood donor type O, or O, was it O positive, I think? And so they had a big batch of this blood, and they put it into different vials, and exposed it to different types of music. And it was a controlled study. You can read about it. Um, I think it's posted on my website under Cymatic Science News. And, and this is just really fresh news. This came out a couple weeks ago. So they divided this into uh, two uh, blood vials. One vial was put into a Faraday cage, which means that it was a high, you know, there's no magnetic field. It's totally quiet. So basically, that's the control. And then the other vial, they expose different types of music to it. Um, they expose harp music, chanting music, spiritual music, piano, um, techno dance music. And he also went to the extent of trying it at 432 and 440 and 444. You know, just all of these yeah. uh, different investigations that these questions that those of us who are kind of known as pioneers are out there on the edge, um, that these are these questions that we have. And so anyway, it, it came out, uh, I'm happy to say, that uh, the code that we submitted for him to try for cell regeneration uh, yielded the highest uh, 
cells at the end of the experiment. And so what does that say that says that we now know enough, particularly about my device with this particular code, that we can help support the cell. So if we can support the cell in its longevity, if we can possibly create more permeability of the cell wall, that's where we take in nutrition and excrete metabolic waste. When we are not feeling well, that cellular membrane hardens. And it's more difficult to have this, you know, ionic exchange of nutrition and waste uh, disposal. Okay? So yeah. that is huge. So it's what it's we can huge. Take, yeah. Well, we can, yeah, well, we take from this. Now, of course, this, you know, I'm talking to you about a device that I invented and, and all that. And so that's great for me. But I'm telling your listeners, I would like to educate everyone that the power of sound is so profound to just be mindful of the words you speak and the thoughts you think because those are vibration. And I know that for years we heard about affirmations, affirmations, oh, they work, they don't work. We got to da da da. There's a whole, um, that's a whole workshop in itself. But let me tell you that. In my view, they do work at some level, and they are very profound. And there's volume. There's a whole bunch of people out there who are counselors who have a living because so many people are grown up told they're not worthy or they feel they're not worthy. Somehow or another, they got the idea that they're not worthy. And, you know, or, or like us, that we were, you know, our ball bounced a little differently and we had to be a little cautious of, you know, who we were, you know, opening up to. So all of those things impact our life. And I want to tell you that sound is so profound, whether you're using my device, whether you're looking at my images that, that my device created, but you have it within yourself. The words you speak and the thoughts you think are so powerful. Yeah. In the book, you refer to this as imprinting. You talk about imprinting. And you talk yes. about it, you know, imprinting with sound, whether it's a sound in the environment, the voices of other, repetitive nature of our own thoughts. You know, some people love the sound of water. You know, there are frequencies of it. Look, this is going to seem a little odd to a lot of folks. But one of the things that I do is, of course, I love to play the sport of table tennis. Now, let's talk about the science. The science now says that, we, that there are foundations coming up all over the world that they are discovering that people with dementia that play ping pong, as a matter of fact, there's an organization called Bat Foundation, People that play ping pong, dementia, they are seeing reversal. And now why is it? Is it the sport or is it the sound? And I got to tell you for me, my whole everything about me changes when I show up and I hear the sound of that little ball. And I don't have the science behind it and many people don't. But we get to watch these young kids play. I don't know that you can look at many 
people playing this sport right now that are angry. And so it's fascinating. Some people say it's not the sound. Other people say it's the sport. But I think that when sound is involved and we are surrounded by sound, right? Sound has an impact. How hard is it for us to embrace that? Again, it's, I think, because we can't see sound. And so people just, it doesn't occur to them to think about that. As uh, the founder of the International Sound Therapy Association, I give a lot of uh, presentations to uh, parents and, and uh, you know, diff- various groups of uh, support groups and um, hospital groups, corporate uh, people in, in corporate America who are mm-hmm. looking to de-stress. And the question I always get is, what kind of music is the best music for <laughs> And, and, of course, then it always comes out, my child listens to this horrible stuff. Da, da, da. And <laughs> my, I, I, know, I, know they, I know what they want me to say, <laughs> but <laughs> the, truth of the, the truth of the matter is each person needs to pay attention to what the music does to them. Yes. So if a particular type of music, and for you, the sound of the ping pong, pong <laughs> ball, get, you know, I'm sure it releases endorphins in yeah. your body. And I'm serious because when those beta endorphins are released, we feel good. We feel a state of euphoria. We and so the the music that you should listen to, the sounds that you should be around, are the sounds that support you. Just ask yourself. Is the sound that I'm listening to draining me? Is it taking away my energy? Or do I feel alive and, and supported? And, you know, the, a really great example is when you go out to eat. I, mean, I have had the privilege to dine at many fine restaurants throughout the world. And here this that top chef serves you this artistically beautiful uh, plate. Yeah. And... You know, you're in this beautiful setting, but they have this noise. <laughs> For me, it's noise. And I go, oh, no, all of this beauty and these delicious morsels that I'm about to ingest are ruined by this, <laughs> this, <laughs> this sound that isn't appropriate for someone who's going to enjoy this. So, um, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of that going around, too. So I just tell people, you know, you need to find what's right for you and don't don't just go along with the crowd because somebody loves loves this type of music. Well, that might be for them. And, you know, after a while, you'll tune in to what's right for you. And I love that you're talking about this because let's get back to, you know, I know we've got a few minutes left left. This is not a one size fits all. Right. This is about looking at techniques and science, right, that you've created. But that doesn't invalidate other forms of sound that people resonate with. And I think what you're doing is you're really going you you going counter to the you you're going against the grain, as my mama would say. You're going against the grain. But I think you and I, that's really our comfort zone, right? (laughs) 
Oh my God. I know we've got a few minutes left. I, I want to, first of all, I want to thank you. I mean, not only do I love the book, but you also mentioned that people can purchase the device. I want to make sure we give out the, the websites, the contact information, all of the above. Um, so would you take a moment to do that, please, uh, again for us, and also the, the gift that you've provided for today? Visitors can go to the cymatechnologies.com website. That's spelled with a C, C-Y-M-A-T-E-C-H-N-O-L-O-G-I-E-S.com cymatechnologies.com and click on the media page to get your free gift of the uh, free cymoglyph. Uh, you will scroll down and you'll see the free cymoglyph listed there on uh, the left-hand column. And of course, my book is available at the website. We have some wonderful soundflower experiences. Uh, these are, if you are a visual person, again, these are all images that are from healing five-strand harmonic frequency patterns and people just they're great they're all of them are about five minutes in length and it's just a great way to have a mini stress break i uh will tell you about my ami 750 uh device that i invented uh, you just sit comfortably in a chair, you rest your feet on it, and it works uh, along the principles of Chinese medicine. It travels the meridian pathways, and you will be able to see in the research there the physiological impact on the human body, how it takes away the inflammation in just 20 minutes. And over pro- most of our protocols, we recommend that people stick with them for six weeks because that's where you'll read about in my book, in the wild card. Uh, we found in our research that six weeks is sort of one of those major cell renewal cycles that happen. And so if, you, if a person is in pain, it kind of takes that amount of time to yeah. really reboot the body. It's not that it couldn't happen before. We're just saying, hey, go the full six weeks. And for people who are in emotional distress, you know, Dr. Pat, there are so many people who have been traumatized and yeah. suffer from PTSD. And one of the most amazing thank yous that I ever received was when we were doing a, a clinic for veterans. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a veteran come in and um, I asked him, I said, well, tell me about, you know, your... Yeah. You know, are you going to the VA, that kind of thing? And he said, I don't want to go to the VA anymore because I'm tired of talk therapy. Wow. So much for you to share. I hope you'll come back. Everybody, Soundflower, The Journey to Mary, Science and Spirit. What a great show. What a great invention. I'm Dr. Pat. We'll see you next time.